We're going to do the two truths and a lie here in the cold open. And at the end of the episode, we will find out what is the truths, what are the lies. And I will also tell you how to always win two truths and a lie. I have a trick. I am not using it against Jeej. So, Jeej, you don't have to worry about that. But I will teach you all how to win two truths and a lie at the end of the episode. So, stay tuned. Jeej, would you like to go first on your two truths and a lie? Sure. Okay. Okay. So... I used to do gymnastics. I have been in four car accidents and I was the secretary of my class in high school. Okay, everyone. Um, if you're playing along here, uh, you know, take this time to think about these two truths and a lie from Jeej. She used to do gymnastics. She has been in four car accidents and she was the secretary of her class. In high school, I won't ask any follow-up questions because I don't want you to ask any follow-up questions for me, Jeej. So, I will give you all my two truths and a lie. Here we go. The nickname T-Mart, which a lot of people like to call me, was given to me by a friend. There was a time in my life when I was on a croquet kick, you know, the sport croquet, and Mm -hmm. I made a music video to watch me whip, watch me nay-nay. So, those are two truths and a lie. Stay tuned to the end of the episode to find out and to find out the secret. On to the show. A rich man's world. I have turned the song of this beautiful land. What's that beauty? Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Hi, Jeej. Hi, Ty. How you doing? Oh, I'm just doing <laughs> great today. What? Well, I just, I forget, like, it's a habit for me to say, how are you doing? But it just was giving me flashbacks to last episode when you were like, we should do, we should start asking that at the beginning of every episode. And then I was like, oh, I don't remember what I do. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, how was your week, Jeej? I think it was all right. You think, did you have a very spooky Halloween week, Jeej? It was, um. Not, like, super spooky, no. It was just kind of, like, I had some candy, but, like, not too much. Also, actual Halloween hasn't happened, but I'm kind of disappointed in myself because I haven't watched a Halloween movie. But I'm hoping, I'm just hoping I'm more the Thanksgiving and the Christmas spirit than I was for the Halloween spirit. I'll say that. Big downer, Jeej, big downer. You know what's funny? The more and more, like, after our podcast uh, Halloween special... I was thinking about it, and the more that I thought about it, I was like, man, I really, really hate dressing up. Like, I hate it. (laughs) I hate it so much, and I started thinking more about why I hate it. Like, the fact that, hey, you want to go to this place? Well, everyone's dressing up, and it's like, I I hate that. (laughs) Especially, like, you know, as you become an adult and everything's like Halloween, like a party, and this and that and whatever. I'm like, man... (laughs) I'm going to have to, like, avoid every social gathering around this time so I don't have to dress up. (laughs) That's a quite unfortunate time. Did I just get a little Uh, deep, Jeej? Because I think it's perfect that we're getting deep this episode because it's our Q&A episode. (laughs) Here's the segue. I was waiting for it. That's planned for sure, right? Jeej, how dare you? What are we, 18, 17 episodes in and you're still asking me this stuff? Of course I didn't plan it. 
What's that face for? What face? What's that face for? I'm I'm serious, Jeej. What's my face? Sorry. I, play, I place my brew on on my heart and say that I did not plan that. I just thought what? of it on the spot. That's not your usual brew. Uh, yeah, I know. We, we, uh, I had to come up with something on the fly, so I guess we can get into our brews. Uh, a cola of sorts. <laughs> Jeej, your turn. I have water, Ooh. and I'm enjoying it. It's late, and I'm in my car. <laughs> Ideally, I would have, like, tea or something. We've been kind of, um, like, in, during the podcast, we've been kind of skirting around the fact of where Jeej has been recording the last few episodes, but... Now it's just out there. She is in her car. It is not a professional studio, despite what you might think. I know, and it's definitely not a waste of gas when it's really cold and I have my heat on for like an hour. (laughs) Can you tell your roommates that you have a responsibility and this is a once a week kind of thing, so like they're going to have to get used to it? I think if we had like a scheduled time and it wasn't bedtime... (laughs) that would be fine well these are the kind of things that you need to communicate with your roommates Jeej and that's something that we talked about back in our back to school special part (laughs) 2 any new listeners you might want to go back and listen to that but speaking of Bruce and our Q&A we did have a couple of questions relating to our brew segment and what's going on there Someone did ask us, and by someone I mean our number one fan, Ange. Thank you, Ange, for a lot of these questions today. Yes. But she did ask us, do we have a jingle? Uh, where is the jingle uh, specifically for the uh, brews? And here's the thing with a lot of Ange's questions. She knows the answers to some of these. Uh, she, <laughs> But I very much appreciate that she came out and asked us a lot of these questions. Um, So thank you so much. But this one in particular, do we have a jingle? We do. We we have a jingle, Gigi. And I think, I don't think I've told you this yet. Um, No, you not. Yeah, we have a jingle um, brought to us by our number one fan. I'm going to insert it right here. And I'm also going to try to play it for Gigi through the phone so that she gets to hear it. It's it's just the lyrics right now. Um, you know, maybe if another fan wants to throw out some music, if you're interested in coming up with a beat to this, let us know. Here it is for you, Jeej. Okay. What will your brew be today? You could have coffee or soda. How about a milkshake, tea or seltzer? Even a root beer float, iced coffee or lemonade. How about a glass of juice? What will your brew be today? Isn't that the best jingle ever, Jeej? It's so good that just made me so happy and i haven't heard her voice in so long (laughs) wow that's sad (laughs) jeech i was so happy until you said that that kind of made me sad (laughs) it's not it's fine i'm gonna see her plenty more times and christmas break is coming up it's okay (laughs) but (laughs) now now i get if can we use her voice like that was so amazing yeah so we're gonna use it so i was thinking you know if so now you heard this and if you feel inspired to sing that song and send it to us maybe we can get like a rotation going but until then, keep that rolling for the next few episodes. Just yeah. use that one. 
Um, so, so we'll play that. We'll go, okay, it's time for the bruise. And then we'll play that. And then boom. Another question we got from her relating to the bruise is, let me find it. Let me find it. I don't even know where the microphones, like the little microphone on my laptop is. Where is it? Is it wherever you are right now, Jeej, it's right there. It just sounded like you went inside the computer, and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I'm here, Tyler. I've teleported through your screen. Change, where are you? She's in the computer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like poltergeist. <laughs> ah! Wait, yeah. Ah! Insert scream audio effect. Well, Jeej, it's a good... See, that's a great segue. Insert okay. scream audio effect. This one says, is there a way to make a clink or cheers noise when you are not together? Because when we are not together, we haven't done our cheers, Jeej. Clink. Oh, yeah. So, cheers, first off, we got to say cheers, Jeej. Wait, uh, I got to get it. Okay. Cheers, Jeej. Okay, so there is a way. My plan, you know, we could get a generic clink, cheers, whatever sound effect. But I think we could record one of like us actually. But Jeej, here's the thing we have. Oh, so can you just get it from another episode? Oh my gosh, Jeej, that's a great idea. I'm going to do that. You totally hadn't thought of that before until I just said that. So that's I what I'm going to do. Why haven't I done it yet? I am lazy, okay? I'm, I'm lazy. <laughs> I get through editing the whole thing, and I'm like, all right, I'm putting it up now. I don't care what else. No, I. so I'll get on that's that. True. Thank you for the suggestion. So we will we will get that going. Uh, you know what? I'll try to do that in this episode and see how it goes from there. Good luck editing, Tyler. All right. The next question that we have. Here's another one. You know, something that we did very, very early on back in the olden days of this podcast, Jeech. You know, way, way back, like three months ago. We were doing Dang. giveaways. Yes. And... Well, what? <laughs> We were giving away what were what was the last thing we were giving away? Uh, the, it, the what? No, we gave away the bed set. I think we already gave away the lamp, right? Did we? I don't think we gave away a single thing. <laughs> microwave? No, the microwave was the first one. So we had something. We were giving it no, away. The red mat. The yoga mat. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. We were giving away a yoga mat, and. The thing was, from that episode, we said, in the previous episode, how many times did Jeej give away a free ad? Mm. And we got zero responses, okay? I'm going to be honest with y'all. We got zero responses, zero guesses. Like, even if we got one guess, you know, if you said 100, I'd be like, you didn't listen to the episode, but sure, here you go. Yeah. So we didn't get any responses for it. So what's the point of doing another giveaway if we're not going to get any responses, right, Jeej? Yeah, that's definitely fair, I think. Yeah, we all yeah, I think that was kind of it, honestly. We just like stopped getting responses and we were like, well, that kind of speaks for itself. The audience doesn't seem too interested anymore. So yeah, that was that. Still step up and claim your prizes. We need to figure out <laughs> getting it out. It, um, it's DVD, also, we're still I, working on it. Shipping, you know, supply chain issues, shipping issues, all that stuff. It's affecting us too, guys. It's a- the economy is messing up our shipping prices, and they are guys, absurd. Have you seen those? We're breaking seen the news: cost- the economy is tanking. <laughs> Take your money out now. News. Bury it. It is much safer. Breaking news: I'm keeping everything in cash from now on. I don't trust my bank. <laughs> 
Actually, my bank has been really good to me. <laughs> okay, okay. So totally Before Jeej starts talking about who her bank is and all the great stuff about it, we have a question directly for Jeej. And it says, Jeej, with the semester almost over, how's it going? Aw. <laughs> Thanks, Anne. <laughs> um, <laughs> my semester is going pretty well. It's busy, but it's not as busy as I thought it was going to be, which is definitely nice to have a little bit more downtime than expected my clinical i don't really want to go in every week but then every week that i go and i get out i'm like oh that wasn't so bad so i don't really know why i don't want to go in the next week i don't know <laughs> but it's still fun i've had a lot of great experiences with patients and stuff which i obviously can't talk about specific patients but <laughs> i've already met some really funny people some really great people people who love to go on walks around the unit just like doing laps and i'm like i will definitely go on a walk i would love to do that right now seen a lot of gross things already and yeah so that's cool but it's going and i'm definitely ready for it to be thanksgiving break and then i'm definitely ready for the semester to be over <laughs> <laughs> I think but it, yeah it's i think it's fun. interesting you talk about the you know, that you don't want to go and then, you know, everything turns out fine with your clinicals. Do you think that's kind of like an anxiety thing or uh, you're kind of thinking, okay, the worst is going to happen today? Uh, and then you go and you're like, oh, it's great. Yeah, well, my instructor always tells me she's like, I think that you are like anxious about she's she says that it's more like the fear of what's going to happen or not even that i'm anxious about the fear of what's going to happen mm -hmm. like it's a whole which i was like oh that's kind of true but yeah it's definitely like i think i'm because i you get harder assignments every week yeah usually so there's just like more to do every week and there's patients that are in more critical conditions every week not like by a lot but usually so there's more to do and then also you're just like so independent basically yeah. whenever you need help you have to like go find the nurse or find my instructor and it's just crazy because i don't know what i'm allowed to do and what i'm not allowed to do so i obviously ask with everything but it but then it's just a lot of like i'm in the room and i'm like i don't even want to touch this because like or i'm just like doing something new yeah like i just i don't know like i have to give meds and stuff and i have to give injections and it's just scary well you know i'd hate to boil it down to like a, a simple point because, you know, I'm not the resident psychologist of this team. It's Jeej. But it sounds like, because I, I think the same thing, like, before I start something, I'm like, uh, how about I don't do this at all and avoid it and done? But mm. to me, it sounds like the hardest part is the start. Yes. And so I feel like that's true. Like, out of 99% of the times we've used it, like, this is up there for the most useful time to say that. Because I feel yeah. it's always like, okay, I hate the fact that I have to start this. I don't want to start it. I'm scared that this is going to happen or it's going to be something crazy. But then you start it and it's it's done. Like, you're, you're going. You, you got it. Yeah. Like, once I'm in it, it's fine, which is so weird. And I'm like, okay, so if I'm in it and I'm fine, then why am I so anxious before? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I tell myself that every week. And then... Uh, sometimes it works it's worked a couple times but like last week was kind of a rougher week oh. but um yeah no but it's very true like not even the start of the actual thing but like before the start like i'm anxious about starting yeah right but yeah and yeah. then i'm like 
is fine and my patient is fine and I'm fine and I'm figuring it out and it's fine. Because I feel it, it's never like, oh no, I am scared to, you know, do this because of the ending, right? It's always like, or I'm scared to do this because of what's going to happen in the middle of this. It's like, all right, starting this is the scariest thing. <laughs> yeah, literally. No, it's so true. Wow. We are just so profound. <laughs> it's what we do. Actually coming, coming full circle. For full circle moment for us. I like that you talked about, you know, being profound and it reminds me of one of these one of these questions we got and it says, You both have a lot going on and you always seem positive on air. What keeps you positive and going? What advice would you give to others who are not feeling so positive right now? And this is something that I was thinking of just a little bit. And you know, I think some people in my life because I gotta tell you guys I'm not perfect. I know, I know. <laughs> But <laughs> save your comments till the end. But, <laughs> I think, you know, I could find quite a few people in my life that might say, you know what? You're kind of negative. <laughs> you know, you might be G just laughing because she's like, that's me. I tell it straight to your face, Tyler. I'm not scared. But you so, but you know, we have this following who sees us as a positive influence. And I think it's less of, you know, this is a part of us, but what we're talking here, what I don't think we're being fake. Uh, the money hasn't gotten to our heads yet. Just just <laughs> wait. Once Jeej starts spilling the free ads and, <laughs> and starts, you know, saving it You'll for the know, money, you, know. you never know. But we're true to ourselves for the most part. And, but still, uh, we, we give this positive, you know, vibe, this positive energy. Because that's the style of the show that we want. We're we're the comedy first podcast. You know, we're we're trying to learn some new things. And um, I was thinking about our first episode and how we were trying to explain it. And we're like, just stick with us. You'll get it as we go on because we're still trying to get it. And I think like if we were doing it now, we'd have a better idea of what we were trying to say or what this podcast is that we want it to be. And it's this fun, you know, space that we're just making jokes all the time. We get serious. We get deep sometimes. But, uh, you know, we're learning things. And our audience is learning things. But we try to do it in a fun way. And, you know, I think we said it too. At the end of it, if you didn't learn something, we hope you laughed once. You know, like if you did yep. that, then all right, we're good. We did a whole podcast on humor, so and comedy, so <laughs> so and that was our best one. I feel like that that is why you kind of see the positive thing. So, but you still have to have some positivity in your life to be able to do this for an hour and a half every week, like that we do. So, I think. For me, it's thinking about nothing's that serious. You know, there are some things that are serious that requires you to be serious. But when we're on this podcast and we haven't, we're, we're staying away from the super serious stuff. But, you know, we know we don't have to be serious. We're just having a good time. And when you have moments in your life that you can be like, hey, just enjoy it. Just have mm -hmm. some fun. I don't do it all the time, and I don't do it in times when I, you know, look back and think, ah, oh, you probably should have, you know, have some fun. But when I do, you know, in times that are just 
loose and that you can just have fun or be more yourself and, you know, enjoy something, do that. And that's why we do the podcast. And for especially this, this commitment that we have to do every week uh, to make a podcast, we wouldn't last nearly as long if we weren't like, okay, this is just a fun thing that we like to do and it's us and we love uh, doing it and having a fun time. We probably would have been done at like episode two or three if we were like doing something that was just like to do it. Yeah, I agree. I think like if this podcast didn't serve us realistically or like wasn't fun <laughs> to yeah. do, then I don't I don't know that we would be making, what is it, episode 14? Oh, Jeej, where have you been? <laughs> oh, no, Jeej. Uh, I episodes. think it's 18. What? Yeah. Seriously? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, anyways, yeah, I mean, we have been doing it since the summer. That's cray-cray. Yeah. Okay, anyway, yeah, it's, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was really nervous when we first started doing the podcast, but also, uh, I'm being nice to Ty. Tyler was helpful in keeping me like positive because we would do our like shake it out thing shake (laughs) out the nurse and then that helped and i was like oh yeah okay it is literally just for fun also it's easy to like deal with that anxiety when you know that you just have a small audience to start with people that that know you and care about you as you're getting used to it and so like that kind of helped me get comfortable in the position of like talking about things and then yeah it's just fun and i like to be a silly goose every now and then and just have a silly old time on zoom no not zoom discord in my car and or wherever i am and it's fun and i I genuinely wouldn't do it if like it wasn't a positive thing but like you said like the ange (laughs) in your question like it's not always positive and stuff and we have had like flexibility around that like i remember there was one time where i I think it was, I don't know, maybe for both of us where things just weren't lining up and things weren't working out that day when we had planned Mm -hmm. on recording. And we just tried to give each other flexibility knowing that stuff comes up. And if we're really not in the headspace to like create a positive atmosphere for the show, then like we're not going to force that, I don't think. And yeah, I don't know. I think that's kind of it is like the giving ourselves like the time and the space to like recoup if we need it and also just general taking care of ourselves to make sure that we stay happy so that we can do it and be funny and be fun (laughs) yeah you know i think that's uh well said jeej i think you know i hope uh our audience gets something from uh our answers uh going more towards that was uh, more towards like a serious direction i'm trying to scroll through Look for something fun. Look for a fun, lighthearted thing. Uh, we can go with Jeej. What is your favorite holiday? My oh, this is hard and it changes all the time. Okay, mm. so for some reason, in I don't even know middle school, my favorite holiday was the Fourth of July, and I think it was just like the fireworks and the fact that it was summer and I don't know sparklers and the little snap things that you threw on the ground. Loved it. Loved it all. Um, but now I think I. What I like most about holidays is like genuinely just getting together with people that like family and close friends. And so mm, I would say I really enjoy Thanksgiving because that's usually when I get with my family the most, I would say. Yeah. Now, anyways. And I also just love food and 
when my mom cooks i don't know or honestly everyone has done such a good job like when they know that i'm coming but because i don't eat meat so <laughs> i don't have the turkey i don't have the ham but thanksgiving also has a lot of typically i feel like there's a lot of vegetables there or like <laughs> like there are there's there Brussels are, sprouts. Yeah. some people make tofurkey i have actually never had that um maybe i'll try that someday i'll let you know how it goes yeah but, not at our christmas <laughs> deviled egg I live for deviled eggs. There was actually a meme where I'm going to send it to you, but it, it was like everybody else waiting for the turkey and ham. And it was it was like what I'm waiting for on Thanksgiving. And it was a girl in a hospital bed laying with like literally a platter full of deviled eggs on her chest. Like she's like dying and she just had like a, a platter of deviled eggs on her chest. And I, yeah, that's me. Um, I love them. <laughs> and all the other things that come along with it. So... Yeah, I really just love Thanksgiving and I love the idea behind it and gratitude and all of that. Yeah, I would say that's my favorite. What's your favorite holiday? One thing I would like to mention is right before Jeej called me, I was watching a movie and one of the kids is like, oh, yeah, obviously Halloween movie. And one of the kids was like, oh, yeah, your favorite ho- uh, holiday is Halloween. Why can't it be something else like Arbor Day? And I feel like everyone always says that. It's like, oh, why don't you love Arbor Day? Like, why? Why do we do that? Like, haha. ha. Well, let me think of some obscure holiday. So we think of Arbor Day like every time. It's like, yeah, Arbor Day. Woohoo. You know, is that treat? We've talked a lot about, yeah, the tree, the tree day <laughs> started in Nebraska. So anyways, before we go too off topic with holidays, we've talked about a few holidays already on the show. And I always go back to the traditions that I have on these holidays and the family. And I think the the holiday with like the most tradition, seeing the most family in the past and, you know, having a great time around this holiday is Christmas for me. That's always my uh, favorite holiday because uh, one thing that I think, especially as I went to college, that was the one that I was always back like with my family there, you know, Thanksgiving sometime uh, for the most part, Thanksgiving, I'd be back home. There would, uh, there was the year that I had COVID and had to (laughs) uh, zoom with my family from my room but <laughs> um, Christmas, I was always home for it. Easter, like we wouldn't have Easter off at my school. So, you know, it was harder to just leave that weekend and be able to come back home, uh, come back to school. But Christmas was always the time that I was home. And even in high school, you know, we, you had that huge break. So every you have all the days mm-hmm. off getting ready for Christmas and then after Christmas. And then just all the traditions that we had, you know, seeing uh, all my family on, you know, Christmas Eve, both sides of the family or uh, another Christmas party we go to every year with another part of the family or the huge party we'd have uh, on Christmas Eve at my great grandmother's house and everyone in the family is there. And obviously since COVID, you know, things die down and with every holiday, you know, you have to make changes um, as people get older, and especially with uh, the pandemic and uh, having to change things up. But even with Christmas, you know, uh, Gigi, you were there. We celebrated Christmas one time out by a campfire and out in the snow uh, one day. And we had all the activities and, you know, <laughs> open presents outside. So I think Christmas for the family, we've always been able to uh, do that one for the most part together. So I think, uh, yeah, I'd go with that one. Yeah, I like <laughs> what I like about Christmas is I feel like the it's prolonged so much. Yeah. Like Thanksgiving 
kind of just comes and goes really fast but Christmas yeah. isn't just Christmas. It's like the Christmas season, the whole Christmas break. Yeah, because, the you know, it's so commercialized anyways. You know, you got the Christmas break, but then you also got the movies that start November 1st. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got decorations and all that stuff. And so, uh, yeah, I think you're right. You know, how long you can keep Christmas going. Yeah, so uh, I got a, a question, you know, we got a kind of, a, an, I don't know, I was going to say interrogation. I guess it's not, but, you know, it, it, it's it got mysterious in the, the, the questions, so you know it's uh, very important to talk about this. Will the mysterious Nate ever talk on the show? Now, for some of you diehards that just love the songs so much or read the descriptions of every episode, may have heard in our competition podcast, Nate talking Mm -hmm. against his own will. We recorded it without him knowing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) but he is on there. So if you'd like to hear his voice, some people, like Jeej, say we sound the same. So it's like hearing my voice twice, I guess. No, Whatever. listen. <laughs> tell the difference. I can tell the difference. But what I will say is some of my friends who listen to the show and don't talk to you both, obviously, you sound similar to them. And I can hear it. What I will say is, Tyler, when I first met you guys, I was like, I don't know. You guys just, your voices are like slightly unique from just the general, like... <laughs> population i don't know and they're both similar and they both they're not the same but they are similar and you can just tell that you're brothers no so anyways (laughs) so here's the thing i know Gigi and i come off like really easy to talk to especially on the air we're just uh, you know free flowing and vibing bouncing off each other having great convos and nate nate does too he he can have some great conversations but he just doesn't like when the mic's in front of him or when the mm. camera's rolling. Mic shy. He's microphone shy. <laughs> <laughs> so You know what he's not shy of though? What? Looking at himself from the upstairs window <laughs> over FaceTime and watching himself run around like he's a game character. <laughs> We're gonna air all your dirty laundry, Nathan, until you come on the show. <laughs> Get over your mic shy, cause it's time to be Mike, Mike, hi. Michael. Hi, Mike. No, not Mike, hi. Hi, Mike? (laughs) Yeah, like that. Like, hi, microphone. Okay, we're going to leave that in and see what our audience thinks. (laughs) Please take it out. (laughs) No, too late. So, (laughs) if we get him on the show, you know, it'll be a huge milestone in the podcast history. But until then, just keep playing the last minute of the competition episode and hearing his voice. (laughs) So... (laughs) That's all we have. Gigi, here's another one, and I don't really know how to answer this. Who is okay. more studious? Oh. Yeah. Like, okay. I don't know. I feel like we're both pretty studious in different ways because we had yeah. different We have different majors. Yeah. So here's the thing, and I can go off on You're- a little tangent, and I just might. I had an easy major. I had an easy major, okay? I had an easy major, and, you know, I thought this in college. I was like, you know, it's pretty easy. And then all these videos I started watching, and I'm like, wait, okay, I'm kind of hurt. There's, like, surveys out there that's like, what's the easiest major? And they're like, communications, which, like, I'm journalism. So, you know, it's, it's a little more 
Because I know some people that were like undeclared or uh, haven't hadn't decided, but they were just a general communications major, and they hadn't decided for like the first two years or something, and then they picked like an actual field in communications, video, radio, production, journalism, whatever. So I know some people that were just like generally communications, so they figured out what the heck they wanted to do. But I see all these people that are like, yeah, communication, just like anything in communications, that's the easiest. Like they're all stupid, and I was like. Okay, hurtful. Like, wow. Okay, I I don't know. know. I'm not gonna name other majors, but I took some classes in some other majors that weren't like the beginner, and I think communications has a step up on them. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm. And I hate the fact that all of us, uh, like journalism, is lumped in with other communications majors that you might think is easier. I'm also not gonna name those majors, but just leaving that out there. Also, how do you judge like the ranking? of majors and difficulty unless you've literally done all the majors i know it's just you know on the frisbee team based off of everyone else's experience i feel like a good gauge how i learned about a lot of other majors was from the frisbee team and you know we had a lot of engineers and i know they were doing a lot more stuff and the thing with them like they didn't have to have a minor and i had to have a minor so it's kind of like oh maybe you know what mine's easier hmm yeah. So your studiousness carries out of college because, okay, for <laughs> not like you're studying, but like you have to work really hard in that sense and and work hard in any job you get because that's going on your like portfolio or whatever. Right. Do you have a portfolio? I don't know. That's going I just on your get portfolio. It. And it's also getting you the thing that you need to like live and like buy stuff and survive uh, yeah. money. Oh yeah, I'm a dumb communications major, but I still know that word. But but we keep it in cash because we don't trust our banks anymore. So. <laughs> They're gonna steal it from you. <laughs> Do I sound like really close to the microphone when I go that? Way? No, but it's hilarious. So, anyways, what I was saying was, you are a little bit more studious outside of um, college. Not okay. Again, studious, wrong word, but you have to work hard. I get out of school. Granted, I passed my exam. We really hope. We really hope for that. And then I do not have to work hard to find a job. Like, at all. <laughs> I hope. But I really... I. It might not be the best job, but it would be a job. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't more know, studious. Yeah, I don't, I don't know studious. Like I've definitely studied really hard, and I've worked really hard. And I'm not going to lie, okay, I'm in my fourth year. I'm dragging a little bit. But... <laughs> It gets but, harder the longer you're in there, Jeed. No, it's brutal. It's brutal. But I don't know. It's also the same content, just like built up on itself. So I just feel like I've interacted with it so much that I'm kind of like, okay, you're teaching me the same thing. Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I get that. Because I studied I that. before that I'm kind of like, okay, well, some of these other people still don't know how this <laughs> disease works, but like, I do. I just have to memorize a few other little things. Bada bing, bada boom. And then I'm good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it also, it definitely depends on the phase of life. But, like, you worked hard, you studied, you always met your deadlines, right? There was a time in high school when I absolutely met zero deadlines and <laughs> every teacher had because I was, I was drowning. Oh, yeah. Honestly, pe- listen, hot take. If you were in hard classes in high school, harder than college. I'm not going to lie. I think it's harder than college. And that could just be me. Interesting. But... The compilation of classes that I had, which were like pretty much 
I took uh, not every AP, but I took a lot of AP classes that were offered. And mm -hmm. when it wasn't, it was like the highest I could take of whatever else, like honors or whatever. If they only had CP, then I would take CP. But like if you did that to yourself in high school, honestly, like you were so beyond set up for college. Thank you. Thank you. That's my yes. Coasted through yeah. high school. I am also I'm... coasted through college. <laughs> <laughs> you were just like mediocrely prepared for both <laughs> <laughs> hurtful but yeah yeah but i hope that gives you hope to anyone in high school that is like what is going on yeah yeah okay what yeah or even are we what we need a new question i think <laughs> okay yeah. here's another one that is directed at me <sighs> but it's it's for both of us i'll start with um the first part of this if you could meet anyone, who would it be? What would you say and why? Oh, gosh. Anyone? Yeah. Oh. You want to say just alive or do you do you have someone dead? I don't have someone dead. Uh, okay. I thinking live, you know, there's a lot of people in this world, you know, hilarious people. Oh, man. <laughs> I just thought of one, but I think I'm going to meet this person. I'm co I've am i convinced myself, parasocial relationship, so I'm not going to count this. Casey Neistat, I, oh, yep. I'm convinced that, that I'm going to meet him. But I, I want to meet Michael K. He was like, from when I was little, oh, I should have made that one of my two truths and a lie, Gigi. If you don't know who Michael K is, he is the play-by-play -play announcer for the New York Yankees. And oh, he is the, he's been doing it since they created their Yankees only channel. He's been there. So for as long as I have been alive, pretty much, he's been doing the TV games. So I've always seen him and I've always been like, I want to do what he is doing. He is amazing. Let's go. And so I'd love to meet him. I, you know, as time went on, I started thinking, though, Whenever someone that's been in a position for a long time, they move on and someone else takes over, everyone automatically hates the guy, especially like in TV. Like everyone's going to hate that guy. So I don't want to be the guy that everyone hates. So someone else can take his job when he's done. Maybe I'll take that guy's job. We'll, we'll see how things go. <laughs> but what I would say to him, oh my gosh, man, you know, I just like, I don't want to be like, you know, you are my hero, you know, I want to be you, because kind of weird, kind of creepy, he, I've, uh, you know, he also has a radio show, I've heard people be like, oh man, you got me into dirt, like, you're my hero, and he's like, what, I am nothing, like, that's weird, so I don't want that to be my one interaction with him, you know what I mean, like, because he's yeah. a very, he's humble when people are like, you are an amazing sports broadcaster. And he's like, no, there are a thousand people better than me. So I wouldn't that want that to be my interaction. I wouldn't want it to be like, I know what he's going to say when I say something like, oh, you are amazing. So I'd want it to be something like that I could get just a great, you know, conversation. conversation or just a great interaction with him that I can be like, wow, that was cool that he said that. So maybe something like, just like, why? Do you like doing this? Like, what is so great about it to you? What do you think is great? So, I think probably something along those lines. Yeah. I like that. I think it's cool <laughs> that you're, like, asking him instead. Because, for me, I also wouldn't want to, like, put that much attention on myself if I was talking to someone that yeah. I, like, have been watching for that long. Because... I don't know. I feel like they get that all the time and they're probably just so sick. 
Yeah, that's what I'm like worried about. (laughs) And that's what I would say going into mine. Like, I don't know. I genuinely I've been thinking about this and I don't know truly who I would pick because I mean, career wise, I don't really have any people that I like. I have people I look up to, but like not insanely. And it's all like social media based and stuff like people you haven't met. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Unless, like, and I, I don't know, I wasn't a big history buff, so I don't really know, like, anyone dead that I would really want to meet. I don't know. I feel like everything was just, like, brutality back then. <laughs> but, yeah, so that kind of leaves, like, celebrities and stuff. And, of course, of course, in an ideal world, I would love to meet Harry Styles. <laughs> but I just think that would honestly be too much stress. And I think it would just be one of those situations where, like, he's such a big celebrity. And I would hope that I could just, like, be chill about it. But I don't think that I could. And I think I would... It would just be, like, honestly too much. And sometimes I think I'm scared of, like, meeting someone that I really look up to and then being, like, not a good person. Or, like, just the interaction. Like, kind don't of a meet your heroes. Yeah, and you're you're just like, oh, like, that kind of was bad, and now I feel icky leaving that. Yeah. And so I'm sort of that, so I kind of would want to meet someone that was, like, I don't know, someone that I just know wouldn't let me down. Like, I had a dream that I met the Teen Wolf cast a few days ago, yeah. and it was absolutely, like, okay, the dream itself wasn't that amazing, but it, it kind of just happened really fast. But I would meet one of the actors from that show and it's not dylan o'brien because i don't think that dylan o'brien would i don't think he likes fan attention can i guess who it is yes tyler hawkland no that's a good one so i think tyler posey because he just seems like a teddy bear and like very outgoing and like i've just seen him interact with fans like at Mm -hmm. comic-con and just meeting meet and greets and stuff and he seems so friendly and like he truly appreciates everyone especially since he kind of took a break and was like out of the spotlight for a while and now coming back he seems so like genuinely excited to just be back with all of the castmates together they have just such a genuine cast for the most part and yeah i just think he would be really just i don't know he'd just be so cool to me and i just feel like organically a cool conversation would come out of it that's that's a good and i can't tell you what i can't yeah i can't tell you what he would say but like if that's kind of the point though is i don't want to ever go up to someone of a scripted thing to say yeah like i want something to just happen kind of right like you might know what you want to ask and that's fair you know like what what would you start the conversation with but you obviously (laughs) don't want to ask him a question that you're gonna be like ah i know i know how this is gonna end and that's a reason why like if i ever see someone that i want to talk to i probably wouldn't go up to them because i'm always thinking yeah. okay well this is what they're gonna say this is what they're gonna say this is what they're gonna say so uh, why would i go up there but you know Tyler, make most a conversation said i know we'll get into that another time but you know i, I you know it's probably 90 percent that i don't know what they're gonna say so mm. just go up and ask so true so there was a there was a third part to this question, Jeej, which oh, wow. is directed okay. at me, and it says, "So blah blah blah." And would you ask to take their picture with four question marks? And for background on yeah. this, I don't know if you've heard this, Jeej, but I was recently in New York City with the question asker, Ange, and we were at 
a restaurant and we're sitting there eating these great sandwiches they're a little greasy but it was amazing Gigi wouldn't like it there was meat in it and all of a sudden a big guy walks in and i immediately clocked him as pen from Penn and Teller. Gigi is giving me the weird eyes, so she doesn't know who she, who that is. She's going to look it up right now, and maybe she'll remember him, Penn and Teller. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's Penn from Penn and Teller. And my mom was like, I don't know who that is. I was shocked. He and Teller are world-famous magicians. They got their whole show in Las Vegas, but he was in the city, Penn. So I saw him. He was just in this little sandwich shop place that we were at and he was in there for like a minute looked at the menu turned around left with some other guy and my mom was like why didn't you take a picture and the biggest reason was i was eating my sandwich had greasy fingers didn't want to pull out my phone was wiping my hands he left so that was uh reason number one reason number two i hate pictures and i would Mm. never ask someone to take a picture with me that and there were you know not a lot of people in this sandwich shop but there were a few people and no one else noticed the guy so i don't want to be the one guy that's going up to him too to him too yeah like you know what i want to do that but primarily, I don't want to take a picture. I do not want to do yeah. that. I was trying to kind of do like, you know, a, a, a little quick picture, you know, not run up and take a picture with him. But like, oh, you know, yeah. I spotted him. But I see him. Yeah. that was something that I was like, oh, you know, but I'm not a picture guy. People are always like, oh, take a picture when you go there, you know, take a bunch of pictures. And I'm like. I got the pictures right here. Mental, mental photos. I got a bunch of albums in my brain. You know, I scroll through them and I'm like, wow, great moment. Love that. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. My memory is just pretty bad. So I try to take pictures when I can, but I probably still, I don't know if I would ask the celebrity to take a photo. I think I would have to feel really comfortable to do that. And like I said, have an organic conversation and then be like, I don't even know. I don't even know yeah. if I would ask that. But like, I, I don't know. I'd probably be like, oh, can I just like, I'm going to snap my friends. I like try to slip it in casually and then just be like, you want to be? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's still like so obvious. They yeah. like, if it's the right person, they'll get it. And they get like looking up to someone. I'm sure that they've had people that they look up to as well. Yeah. And admire and whatever. So, you know. It is what it is. It I don't is know. I don't know. I can't tell you how I would react until I was actually in the situation myself. It would also depend on who it was. Like, if it was someone that I really, really loved, then yes, it's worth it. But if it's someone who I'm just kind of like, I would just get a picture just because it's, like, cool because they're famous. And just because it's some, like, I could show it to people and they would recognize them and they're like oh wow that's cool you know what i mean i wouldn't do it just to like kind of show people i i would really have to want it for myself yeah i guess so yeah that's my that's a good answer thanks tyler (laughs) thanks kind guy we got to do these q a's more often we're just firing off these great answers now good thing we have a lot (laughs) <laughs> we have a lot of questions. I don't think we're going to get to all of them. We have some good ones that I think I want to save for later anyways. Like we have um, some questions about procrastination that I think uh, we have talked about maybe doing another procrastination episode. Like, a, hey, where are we now with that? So mm-hmm. we can save those questions for that episode as well um, yeah, or another it. Q&A. But 
We got these two specific questions, one directed towards Jeej, one for myself, that, you know, I'm not really excited to answer, but it's content, so here we go. Jeej, <laughs> is it yep. hard being a vegetarian, and what have you learned from it? Okay, um, so I'm going to say literally a month of difficulty, honestly. Mm-hmm. It was difficult for like a month and then you just become so used to it. And honestly, I'm so repulsed by meat now that it's yeah. very easy to yeah. be vegetarian just because I've gone so long without it. I would say the hardest part is I'm still, I am a little concerned with just my protein intake, but I've been very conscious of it. Also, I have to clear it up. I am pescatarian now. I was okay. vegetarian for a while, like strict, like did not have fish or anything. But I was struggling so much with my protein and because I was weightlifting and stuff, oh, I yeah. was like, oh, I have like I have to do more. And so um, many so good started... seafood restaurants. I know. Living <laughs> in Maine. Not like our Wyoming. <laughs> um, best lobster around. No, ar- no argument there. So, yeah. I would say, again, it's hard to judge it based off of my pescatarianism now because I'm like, oh, yeah, it's so much easier. But I also, I do eat a good amount of seafood. But I would just say, yeah, it was as far as cutting meat out. And I did really like meat and I did eat a lot of it, which is really weird to think about now. But I did. And so it was hard for me. But if you have a reason behind why you're doing it, it's a lot easier to stick with it than just being like, well, I'm just going to go vegetarian just because, I don't know, it seems like the right thing to do. Like, What helped me was knowing, first of all, what certain meats were doing to my body, how they were being produced, like the whole process behind most of what I was eating. Because realistically, I wasn't eating grass-fed, organic, local beef, like whatever all the time. I I was eating chicken nuggets from McDonald's. I was eating- Chicken nuggets from fast food restaurant. Cheapest bacon at Hannaford, the cheapest whatever. Okay, how many stores and fast food places are we going to mention, Cheech? Okay, wow. I just went off. Anyways, um, yeah, so once I realized, like, what, how I would benefit from it, which, by the way, it it lowers your risk of heart disease, any cardiovascular disease, many other health benefits significantly. Yeah, it was a lot easier. And again, first month, get over that hump. Bada bing, bada boom. You're in the clear. Maybe okay. not as easy for other people, but you just like you just adapt really fast. We're adaptive beings. Right. Yeah. I I like your answer a lot better than what I'm gonna have to say here. So the next question, <laughs> Tyler, why did you fall off the vegetarian wagon? Will you ever climb back on? So I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast. I don't really ever talk about it. I think my family likes to talk about it just to make fun of me. I don't I don't know. But there was a time in seventh grade. So I was like uh, long thir- ago. Thirteen. I was like 13 and we read a book in the class and it had a scene about killing an animal. I didn't like it. So I was like, I'm vegetarian. Okay. Doing it. And you know, I I'd like to say, I'd like to think I'm at that age where I can be like, it was a different time back then. You know, it was a long time ago, but I just remember everyone like going to the barbershop and my dad was like, yeah, he's going vegetarian. And the barber was like, yeah, you know, I've been reading studies that people that are vegetarian, they die when they're like 20 and they, you know, they don't eat enough. And, and so it's like, <laughs> <What> the- <laughs> yeah. 
so i'm like "Uh uh-huh and you know i know you have a hard time with this like going to family meals and there might not Mm -hmm. be a vegetarian option so you know that's that's a that could be might not be whatever a reason but said people adapt as well like people yeah and they just like realize they think oh yeah like which is so nice they don't have to do that but people naturally do just think about who is coming and if there's something that they can eat usually and if there isn't then i'm not offended by it yeah and i think for for my perspective and Gigi, as a vegetarian you can probably give your give a better i guess perspective on what you see but for me it seemed like you know maybe a decade ago maybe more it was like vegetarians are crazy and now i think it's less so because we look at vegans and be like vegans are crazy vegetarians are like fine vegetarian okay that makes sense vegan though vegan so i don't know i feel i'm not gonna say like vegetarian oh yeah it's as like open and accepted as like uh you know it's it's better now or whatever but that's just what I think, you know, uh, 10, 15 years ago is less. It was more like, oh, yeah, vegetarian. That's crazy. Because, like, I don't even think I knew what the word vegan was when I was 13. So <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's more prominent now. It came up super fast, yeah. kind of out of nowhere, I felt like. When it really stopped, when I stopped being a vegetarian for good, it goes to, and I think it's back to what you were saying, you know, the first month's the hardest. And I don't know how long I lasted, probably just a month. But it was, we went to a restaurant that we go to a lot that had a meal that I always got, the three cheese chicken penny. If you've heard of it, you probably know where it's from. But I always got that and it had like the three chicken strips on top, the small little chicken strips. And out of habit, like that's what I always get. Every single time I go here, this is what I get. And now I have a new thing that I get there and that I've got for the past like 10 years. But I get that every single time so we get there and i'm like i i have to get it like i have to get it so that was the end for me so basically why did i fall off the uh, vegetarian wagon i'm weak (laughs) (laughs) but would i ever go back on i you know i don't think so i don't think i would and i think that's all i'm gonna say because you know jeej can give me a bunch of answers of why i should be but we both know I'm too stubborn to, to have a good argument about it. So I, I think we'll just leave it at no. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm not going to try to persuade you at this point. I mean, like 90% of the food in your household is meat right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know how you were saying about crazy vegans and stuff? Yes, I do. I was remember. thinking about that video. The, there's an entertaining video about there's like, um, all these people in a room and one of them is not vegan and the rest are vegan and you have to figure out which one is the fake vegan and <laughs> it's just really funny. I think I, think I know what, what it is. It, it's not a like a parody thing. It's a real thing. No, it's like it's real. It's a real thing. And uh, people are just like, like you use Burt's Bees chapstick. Well, yeah. that's not allowed <laughs> when you're vegan. And they're like, well, I thought like I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's like the people who were like really strict vegan. and then the people who Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So we got a few more. I don't know how many more we want to do, Jeej, but you know, here's here's a fun one. What is your favorite saying? Saying? Yeah. 
Do you have one? Do you need um, time to think about it? No, lately I've been saying bada bing bada boom a lot. That's your favorite and saying? And I really, it's okay. a saying. I get a lot. I know Nate is probably screaming while listening to this. Step off. Um, that is something I used mm. to say a mm. lot. Yep. Step I've off. one a lot. Step off, Jeej. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. So that one's a great saying, but I was thinking my senior quote, I, I think I've said it before. If you're pleasing everyone, you're doing something wrong. And that was said by a comedian. Mm-hmm. I think I've talked about that before, but that that's my favorite. I really like that one. There's also another one. Now, Nate and I were like 11 and 12. And I don't know, we were just sitting around watching TV, and I was just talking, talking. And one time I said, you know, Nate, never slam your hand in the door with 32 Meshuggahs left. And he's like, what are you even talking about? I hate you. Like, what is going on? So, but I kept that saying because it's morphed into something that actually means something to me. And I say it all the time. You might think, wow, he said that with a lot of confidence, but nothing in that made any sense. And that's really what the point of the saying is. Act like you know what you're doing and you'll get pretty far in life. Okay? Just be confident in what you're doing. Even if you have no idea what you're doing. Even if you're like, nothing that I am saying or doing right now makes sense. That is 99% how I do this podcast. I'm telling you right now. I am a, I'm going through and in my mind I'm like, dude, you better find something because this doesn't make any sense. What are you doing right now? But then I'm like, okay, yeah, it you turned out. Yeah. And then people come to me after the podcast and they're like, huh, that was a good one. That was really smart. Or, wow, yeah, I'm going to say that all the time now. So I'm like, 32 much sugar is left. There you go. <laughs> Might have to be a t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> I like that. I, love, I also love the, the fake Nate impersonation. Of, I hate you. What does that even mean? <laughs> I remember him getting so mad. And I was like, yeah, that was a good one, Tyler. That was a good no, one. And then just in the thanks. background, you just hear screaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they always get so mad when they're not involved. Yeah, uh, so that one's mine. We got this one. These these next two will swing into each other, and then, you know, we'll uh, end it on one more question than the two truths and a lie. We have a special question that I know you've all been dying to hear. Well, here, we got to get into this one first. Jeej, if you could live anywhere, anywhere in the world, we're not going to say universe. We haven't got there yet. Anywhere in the world... <laughs> Where would it be and why? Oh, my gosh. Ah, Is cost an issue? Cost is not an issue, Gigi. Just won the lottery. Congratulations. Cool. Um, Switzerland, probably. Ooh, neutral? Yes, because I need that in my life. You know, I used to be like, <laughs> oh, it's great to, like, have something to fight for, like, whatever. And I'm like, now I just don't. That's not something that I value that much to the point where... I'm kind of just so over all the conflict in the U.S. that I just want to go somewhere that's neutral. You know, I was thinking about Switzerland and you know how like it's so perfect because it's neutral. But then I thought about it and like think of things that are like bad that you know are wrong that like you're on the side of and it's right and there's the wrong. They also have to be on the wrong side. I guess. Yeah. Because they have to be on both sides. 
I don't know. I think it's just accepting the diff, like, it's not attacking people for having different opinions and different, like, values and stuff. Okay. That's how I can see it anyways. I mean, it's just, like, being okay with just existing. And I like that. And I also like mountains. And I think mm-hmm. their snow looks like, like, when they have snow, it looks like a winter wonderland there. And it's mm-hmm. gorgeous. And they also have, like, beautiful, like, green, like, hillsides. And it's just, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. I would probably want to go there. I think, yeah, Switzerland's a great answer. And I just like to think that, like, the people of Switzerland are just, like, the embodiment of this neutral idea. So they're all just like, you're right and you're wrong. I agree with you and I disagree. Yeah. (laughs) Like, do you you want to go to dinner? Yes and no. Like, can I get, can you side with something? They're like, I can't decide. Uh, that would be such a place for me because... Who do you think's going to win the soccer match? Is it Germany or Brazil? I think Germany and Brazil. <laughs> well, I mean, Brazil this isn't... They're just like... I don't know. I could just... You know what? I'd love it there. You know who would not move there? Nate. <laughs> yeah, he loves an argument way too much. Nate would be much. like trying to get in an argument with people and they're like... Oh, I yeah. I get your like, side. But you sided with Jeej, too. Yeah, I get her side, too. Ah, uh, yep. Okay, okay so, what's your so what's Jeej your is in neutral land. Um, Here's the thing. I I struggle with this. If I could live anywhere, New York City. Mm. And I love New York City. I think it's, like, top two greatest cities in the world. But here's the thing. I really like Maine. It's the reason why I, every time I go somewhere, I come back to Maine. And I think the I like the idea, like, my family's still in Maine, and that's, like, the big thing. So the ability to always, like, be able to come home to Maine and, you know, see my family, see everyone in Maine, and, you know, see the place I grew up, I like that. But I, I'd say the majority of time in New York and sometime in Maine, but if I had to say, would I want to live anywhere? Okay, I'll go right now in my life, especially New York City. Yeah. And that is, <laughs> stop. <laughs> so I will be moving to New York City, not by the time this episode comes out, but Gigi and I have been talking, we're planning, trying to get some pre-recorded episodes done. So in the next couple of weeks, when you're listening to them, I will already be in New York City. So that is the place that I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also got another question. Now, I don't, Gigi, you might have to help me on this one. So it says, I hear the male host of Views and Brews is moving to New York City. Has he never watched a Hallmark movie? The big city guy always loses out. Um, <laughs> um I honestly. I know, I know. This is gonna, we're gonna look so uncultured. I haven't watched a ton of Hallmark movies. Well, I haven't watched a ton of Hallmark movies. I've definitely seen a lot, you know, walking by the TV and someone in my family is watching a Hallmark movie, or I've sat down when I'm younger and seen a couple Hallmark movies. Yep. So the big city guy loses out. I don't know. Where my mind first goes is like, a romance especially hallmark like am i losing out on a romance jeej 
Because if that's the I, case, great. If I'm losing out on our romance, I'm good. <laughs> Sounds Ty, like my is- happy ending. <laughs> oh, Tyler. <laughs> you want to say that something? Actually, I don't know. Anyways. No, I think, um, you know what? It probably is. It probably is. Because I feel like that's what Hallmark is primarily comes back to. And I feel like I could see it being around something like, oh, you get too caught up in your work and like the fast paced life of the city that you lose out on like the more, you know, you know slower. Yeah. You know what I'm thinking? Yeah. I'm thinking about like a movie like this young 20 something year old girl has built her way up in the fashion industry of NYC. And she has this beautiful, handsome boyfriend who's the leader of a media tech giant and they're going back home to see your family but who else is there on the old farm town it's the past love in high school who she you know it was her first love her first kiss and they were gonna move away together until she chased her dreams to nyc and then, you know, the family's kind of like, I don't know about the big city guy, like, what's going on with him. But remember Mikey? Remember all the fun times you had with Mikey? Look at the sycamore tree <laughs> in the back of the property. Your initials are still there. And she goes, it's true. And then the media tech giant has to go home by himself with all of his money and all the stuff that he liked doing without the girlfriend. Oh, no. We don't see that side of the story, Jeej. Oh, my gosh. I guess I have seen a Hallmark movie. <laughs> yeah, Um. if they haven't, you're welcome, Hallmark. You're welcome. Jeez. Yeah. Ah, shoot. Get that patented. You didn't do free ads, but you gave them free creative I just writing. Gave, yeah, I gave them a lot more money than they could have made with me <laughs> shouting out their <laughs> company. Ah, dang it. That's a hundred mil down the drain. <laughs> Should have buried it with the rest of my money. Are you the Are you the big tech guy? Yeah, I'm supposed to be the big tech guy, even though I'm not a tech guy, and I'm not big, and I don't, like, <laughs> I, I don't it's think I have any of that stuff. And I'm not a big city guy yet. Like, I, I don't think I could go there and even, like, a year or two being there and being like, I'm the big city guy. I'm a New Yorker. <laughs> yeah. They're like, excuse me, sir, your main accent's still showing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ty, you're gonna have to be like someday I want you to come back and you just have like just the, the most thick city New York meet. City accent. <laughs> I'm gonna walk by you like you're gonna be in the driveway in your car and I'm gonna walk by and be like, Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> That's how Ty opens on the podcast. <laughs> Hey! Forget about it. Where's your cannoli? <laughs> Where's your cannoli? Gigi would be great know, at it because she's part Italian. Is is that like primarily New York or no? Is oh, that a Gigi, you have so much to learn. There's a place in New York City that uh, that has people who speak 167 languages in that area. So, yeah, Gigi, it's very diverse. Okay. Well, yeah, I knew that much, um, but I didn't know about specifically the Italian population, Tyler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Of course, Jeej. They all came, the New York City, they all landed there. Or they went to Ellis Island and then went to the city and started their American dream. Okay. That makes okay. more sense. 
I'm yeah. still I have pen pen and teller up there. Oh god. Which by the way, I did not recognize them. You don't? Unfortunately, I did not know. Gosh, Jeej. Wow. I wow. Know. I I don't know. I'd say Maybe. top five most popular magicians in the country ever. Maybe just now. I don't know. But they're very popular. Which magicians? Not gonna lie. I'm sorry. I hate to disappoint. I know. I also haven't seen a lot of Hallmark movies. I know. Yeah, so... I love... I know. Big guy loses out. Um, I don't know what else. I think we hit it. You know, if we... If you had more to that, um, if we didn't get to it, uh, let us know. Big city guy always loses out on the will. I don't don't know what else I'd lose out on. Family time? Yeah, family time. I feel like there are definitely some Christmas Mm. movies. The dad worked too hard or like like never saw his kids or like Okay, or okay, just, yeah. Oh that makes sense. Yeah. Or like, like stuff. You know, I maybe like the uh this Christmas the the Martinos spend it together every year. But this year the older brother got too big for his britches and spent a little too much of his Christmas present money on Wall Street. And what happened, Jeej, on Wall Street? You lose out. You, you lost out. Bury your money. Do it now. <laughs> Take what you got. In Guys, invest in gold. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely not crypto. That's how they Don't do crypto. It. So, anyways. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess there's only one way to find out what and how I'm losing out. So, there's one more question that we got to get to. And I'm ready to spring this on Jeej. Jeej, you have to answer this first. You get to go first. Someone asked us a long time ago, where is your favorite place to look at the trees and the leaves changing colors? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And Jeej had her spot ready to go. I think I know what she's going to say. What? Maine. You were going to... That was it? No, your favorite spot. Oh, like Just the entire state of Maine? The... Yeah. I thought you had a specific spot. I thought you were going to say Goat Hill. Oh, well, I really do love that place, but I don't know if that's, um, I would say, I don't know, because it's not, like, high enough for me. I would say Bar Harbor okay. up by Akita was pretty, pretty beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah. Gigi and Nate like to go there without me. But Goat Hill, we went once, okay, we went once, and I will say it was pretty early on in the relationship i think or too early that everyone's favorite brother couldn't go i guess the big city guy does lose out and you were you were close to the big city you were in new york you were still i was on long island that don't count tyler you were like six hours away six hours i had a car then i had a car then okay tyler and then it's also three hours up to bar harbor you act like i wouldn't do that you probably had homework. I probably, for sure. Jeez, we all know I had the easiest major. I didn't have homework. <laughs> okay, whatever. Anyways. Well, okay, yeah, so here's what I was thinking. You know, a mountain, of course. Mountain, great place. Like, just any mountain. Woohoo. It's great. But I really like, it's kind of close to, I don't know what you were saying. Like a lake. Being by mm. a lake and then seeing all the orange around the lake, I think, with the water. Because if you know anything about colors, 
blue and orange is a very popular contrasting combo. If you look up blue and orange movie posters, you will notice that like every movie you've ever seen has like blue and orange contrast. It's weird. And now you'll see it every time. But it's a very popular contrast. And I think you really see that when you're at a lake. The Mets. Gosh, Jeej. All right. You ruined blue and orange for me. It's Dylan O'Brien's favorite baseball team. Oh, my gosh, Jeej. <laughs> All right. Well, that's foliage. Whatever. Moving you know, so on. Because we had such a strong parasocial relationship, I just know everything. Mm, mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. we do have a few more questions. I think we'll save them for another Q&A. Great questions that we didn't get to. Great questions that we did get to. Thank you so much. To everyone giving us some questions. I can't believe how many we ended up getting. That was uh, it was pretty great. I thought we were going to have to make up our own. I was not looking forward to this until I opened my email and saw 100 questions. So thank you, everybody. I, I appreciate the time and thought and, you know, just reaching out to us. Um, also, they were really great questions. I feel like they were yeah. all very different. I, I really like, liked every so single one. Like, they all had their own thing going for them. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We were all- great answers. Yep. We were all over the place. We've been uh, recording Tell for a long time. Creative writing? I know. Okay. All and right. Now it is time for the, for, two, for the two truths and a lie. Now, Jeej, uh, would you like to guess first or would you like me to guess first? Um, I'm going to guess first. Okay. So, everyone. Here are Tyler's two truths and a lie one more time. Here they are. After you hear them, you know, pause, take a guess, uh, a second to guess. I know um, my family will be able to get these pretty easily, but here we go. The nickname T-Mart was given to me by a friend. There was a time in my life when I was on a croquet kick and I made a music video to watch me whip and watch me nay nay. I'm going to say the first one, T-Mart was given to you by a friend, is the lie. That one was the lie, Jeej. I don't know why, but I just felt like the other two were very true. It was actually given to me by a teacher, gym teacher, in junior high. Oh. Well, I was like, wow, that was great. But then, you know, the more I hear it, I'm like, it was about a matter of time before someone gave me that nickname. Well, it feels like that because you've used it for so long. Also, Mini Mart, like what? Okay, why? Mini Mart's because why? Nate's younger and everyone in my grade was like, oh, yeah, it Mini Mart. There you go. N Mart doesn't, doesn't slide that well, Jeej. Doesn't but cut it. I'll tell you what, kids nowadays, they find anything to pick on you about because then it's like, huh, T Mart? What are you, Walmart? Kmart? Haha. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> So yeah, yeah really Gigi, you got it. Now, uh, Gigi's, it's Gigi's turn. She used to do gymnastics. She has been in four car accidents, and she was the secretary of her class in high school. Now, here's the thing. I feel like one of these is a tricky. I think it's something like, oh, she was this, but only this. Okay. I think secretary. Yes, Oh my gosh! I was treasurer. I I was gonna say you were the treasurer. (laughs) Ah, you because you've been in four car accidents, 
And I was like, she was probably in three car accidents. I was going to do something like that. And that then was I was be- like, gymnastics. And I was like, she's talked about doing gymnastics. And I was like, wait a minute. Was it one of those things that she was like, I always wanted to do gymnastics. So I started training, mm. but I didn't. So it's like, mm. ah, shoot. Paranoia. Next episode. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I literally didn't even do a full year of gymnastics, but I like I still used to do it. I loved it. Counts. Counts. Yep. So wow. Okay, everybody. Story time about two truths and a lie. I learned the trick to two truths and a lie. We were, uh, you know, when I was younger, we used to go on missions trips, and you know, two truths and a lie is a great icebreaker. Some people think. I hate icebreakers, Jeech. I hate icebreakers so much. Whenever a teacher or a leader is like, all right, group, for the first thing, we're going to get to know each other. And I feel like icebreakers, you know, it's great. A lot of people like them, but I I just feel like, oh, no, I got to put myself out there way too much. But I learned, I learned something about Two Truths and a Lie as we played a lot, especially on these mission trips, that great way to win you know people are always like oh if you're too specific then that's the truth or oh you're coming up with details that's the lie this is what you want to do you don't want to make your lie seem like a truth you want your truth to seem like a lie so how Mm -hmm. you do this is for your truth you go uh i used to live in um wyoming if you give that pause, it makes it sound like you're coming up with something off the top of your head. When in reality, I know that I'm saying Wyoming, but I'm making it sound like a lie. And I was and I was getting everybody on it. I was winning every time. And then I started thinking, wow, this is a terrible thing to learn at a missions trip. <laughs> lying is becoming profitable to for me so it was an issue and i was like oh you know that that's not that's not that's not the thing i should be learning from this but you know it's the compet i'm not gonna lie i'm competitive i think uh, we talked about that in the competition episode i'm competitive it's a game so i was like okay i gotta win this game won it for a while in college they'd make us do it all the time but there now i'm giving it to you use it if you want don't use it if you want, mm-hmm. but it's out there. Jeej, would you like to finish us off with some wise words, profound thoughts, anything on your mind? Oh, man. Appreciate your beds, guys. Beds and sleeping. It's so awesome. <laughs> no, I, I'm I love like, it, Jeej. That's good. Yeah, I'm just grateful. Like, when I climb into bed, just be a little more extra grateful that your body gets to rest and... For however many hours, you just get to do nothing. That is so awesome. I'd like yeah. to um, shout out our our top contender for number one fan. I'm going to – this is something we said every night, so I remember it. So I'm just bringing this up. She used to say before we went to bed, she'd go, thank you, God, for my boys, my bed, and my cat, Peter. So bed was one <laughs> of the top three things she was thanking God every night. And, you know, bed's pretty great. It is. <laughs> and we'd say it every night. We're like, thank you, God, for my boys, my bed, and my cat, Peter. Oh, Peter. Rest Poor in peace, Peter. Peter. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Ange gets it. Ange gets it. So, Gigi, I think that was great uh, wise words right there. Yes. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate your bed, everybody. <laughs> you don't do it enough. I was like... 
why am I getting into this thing every night and not even appreciating how amazing it is? I know. When, you know I, when I get in bed, I think it's because of bad back. Jeez, don't say anything. But when I jump into bed, I go <sighs> every time. So I appreciate the bed. Yep. Good. So As we should. To everyone, get some good night's sleep. This tuckered me out for sure. Same. <laughs> <laughs> in a good way in a good way and are you interested to know what we're going to talk about next week well we are too so stick around and find out oh i guess you have to come back all right see you later okay bye